Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Good morning. Welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Haston from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your hosts. Trent, happy Easter, buddy. All right, all right, all right. Came hopping on in here. Easter Sunday. Today's Easter Sunday. Wow. It's hard to believe this year's going by very fast. 21, baby. 21. The roaring 20s. Here we go. It's coming. It's already here, it feels like. Alexa told me this morning uh, the headline was... What are your chances of catching COVID? <laughs> I told Alexa I thought it all depended on how I cover up and where I go and who I'm around. What'd she have to say about that? Me and Alexa don't get along. Me either. I, about, I threatened to unplug her this morning. I mean, the other day I was talking to her and Bill Gates came through. No. <laughs> like, oh, whoa, 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 I don't. No, I, I had a little run in with Alexa this morning too. And Scarlett goes, Dad, just unplug her. Alexa's not. <laughs> who is Alexa? What brand? Uh, Amazon. Amazon. So it's not Bill Gates. Yeah. So I was wrong. Yeah. Bezos. Jeff Bezos. So the richest man in the world. Yeah, this guy's got some Jeff money. Jeff Bezos. His wife was talking to me. Uh, oh, <laughs> excuse me. His ex-wife was she talking to me. She got half of it. Yeah. I said, you the boss lady. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't she like the fourth richest person in the world? <laughs> Something like that. Other than the hidden Soviets and... Uh, <laughs> In Chinese that are hidden, there there were five multiples of anybody. Well, you could have some fun with an Alexa. You started asking him some random questions. I don't, I don't like it how she's learned my name all of a sudden. It's like, have a good day, Patrick. She said she says that. Yeah, I'm like, how'd you know? <laughs> are you serious? I didn't know we had been I, I'm lying. I don't communicate with that woman <laughs> or machine. We do. I mean, it, it's it's nice in the morning. Hey, what's the weather going to be like? And she rattles it off. Oh wow! But I st- um, I'm old school. I still look at Google. <laughs> I don't think that's old school. I'm confused. You, get, you have a little weather machine in the corner. I mean, it's like I'm always a step behind. I wasn't gonna text, and then I text. But when I'm texting, everybody's IMing or whatever, or maybe backwards. I don't know, man. <laughs> just, just want to call somebody on the telephone. Just want to hear their voice. See them in person. My old home number seven zero four three nine nine two one eight nine. Give my mom a call. I think she still has it. Oh no. House under construction. That's it. Luke Nays will answer. Luke Nays. He's the project manager. How can I help you? Oh, man. I still have all underneath my bunk bed. Uh, I used to write all my friends' numbers. Some females, some males. Uh, and I, my kids were joking about it. Sh- we still have this bunk bed. It was in my mom's house. Uh, hopefully, sh- we st- we're still going to have it on right. post-remodel. Um, but my kids were like... What if one night we just called all those numbers and asked for the person? <laughs> oh I was like, that's pretty cool. Do it. That'd be fun. Sounds like a sound. And then I have my basketball stats from some games and my baseball stats. It's like 0 for 4. I played two minutes. We were up by 24 points. No. <laughs> it's really good when I have marks through them with Magic Marker and then I put you, a better stat. You got a better stat. 
like a ground rule double. So you're saying if you if your if your daughters could take all those phone numbers, that would be pretty cool. Because I remember like some of my best friends growing up. I still remember their phone numbers. I like remember yesterday. The, yeah, I remember the phone numbers. They're I sizzled mean, into my little they're, brain. They're never going to go away. I can't remember what your phone number is. But uh, we've talked about that before. It's weird how your mind does. Wonder that. if they're all seven oh four. What's that? Still the numbers. They could I mean, be I didn't different. write it down. I don't know. Maybe there was some nine one nines in there. No. Nah. Do <laughs> I don't think so in eighty six. But but it's amazing how kids <laughs> kids remember that stuff. You know, to go to school every day now we have to show them the check and the line also Scarlett, what's oh, your yeah, student ID? That. And she's like you know, rattles it off. It's like ten numbers. I'm like, Dad, you remembered that? She's like, Dad, that's nothing. Yeah, I feel like, bad. I was the woman asked me for the check the first day and we were all late you and the know. line was long <laughs> and I was like, I don't have I got four kids. What's your problem? <laughs> Like, okay, I got to abide by the rules here. Let him go. He's like, I don't care. You don't have to take your kids to school. <laughs> I think everybody's done that. I mean, it's good they're doing it. I guess it tracks it. But, um, yeah, I, I've forgotten plenty of times. It is, man. I'm telling you, the kids, I said a little bit about this last week. The kids are happy. They're, I mean, they got a little buzz just in time for spring break. When we're listening to this show, we're doing a, a family uh, road trip to, I think we're going Gatlinburg. Nice. Um, Nashville. Yeah. Uh, Chattanooga and Asheville. So uh, we'll be, I think we'll be pulling out, when this show airs on sun, Easter Sunday, we will be, move, that'll be our last day in Gatlinburg, Dollywood, and then we'll be going to Nashville. There so you go. I don't know if we're going to try to go to church in, in Gatlinburg or listen to our church is still online. Um, so is ours. celebrate Easter. So uh, Mama's got to go get the Easter baskets uh, ready because Easter Bunny travels. I mean, he he's, he's like she's omnipresent. He or she is like Santa Claus. So you got to watch your you got to watch yourself. You try to get out of town thinking you're gonna get out of the the Santa Claus or, or Easter Bunny realm. You're not. I tried to ask Reagan. She was telling me everything she had to do before our trip, and I was like, Yeah, you really got to do Easter ba- <laughs> bas- baskets. She's like. Ah. Yes, you the, just don't the have Easter the spirit. Bunny, the Easter Bunny does that. Okay. We got it. I mean, her alternator went dead, and her car her car's still in the shop as we record this, so hopefully that gets worked out. You're going to need that. We need that. Yeah, we're, we're headed to- <laughs> For the road uh, trip. We're going to southern Indiana for Easter, oh, and cool. we haven't been, so we're a wife, but we haven't been since Christmas of 2019. Man. So, so those cousins hadn't years. seen each other. I mean, yeah, it's been, it's been years. a long time. Two yeah. years and a quarter. You know, it's it's kind of it's like an oxymoron or something kind of coincidental that you go hunt rabbit on Easter. No, 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 no. Rabbit, <laughs> rabbit, rabbits are in the winter time. During the winter, time. I can't do that. Oh, oh, it's not. What if rabbits you get, aren't in season? What if you get the wrong one? You accidentally sniped the Easter bunny. That'd oh, be terrible. Gracious, he needs to stay out of range. They just. I don't think I, I'm probably wow. better with a fishing rod than a gun. Let's just let's just state that. That's probably where I need to be. All right, you ready to get into some business? I mean, everybody yeah, let's talk gets about tired Chad of Henley. me and you and chew, me and you chewing the cud. Uh, we have Chad Henley. He runs a services business. It's a family business. I'm ready to learn about it. Over 4,000 employees, 29 states. He might even be in more states by now. But wow. goodness gracious, you talking about learning something from somebody that's been there, done that? This man is on point. When we return, Chad Henley, you're listening to At Home with Roby. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Hasten from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your host, Trent. We- I would say I'm eardrumless, but I still have my eardrum. Uh, but I think it's busted. 
You, hold on. Because your W, your uh, WWW on Welcome Back got me. Welcome back. <laughs> What's up? I hear you. We got hey, lady, Chad. We got Chad Henley on the phone here. What's, What's up, gentlemen? How are we doing today? We're doing good. I'm sitting here looking at your picture uh, of, of your handsome mug that uh, Christian solicited, and you send it right at the hi-hat of our show. So I got Sorry. to see your cool – it looks – Looks fresh, I H logo, and then and then I get a nice, beautiful picture of your of your face. Wow, man! That's right, man. A little headshot action. That's good. Mm. Got to look professional. You look very, very professional. I agree. I agree. So how is uh, so how's business over at I H Services? Man, uh, things are going things are going well. Um, you know, Lord willing, we'll continue to have a good year, but um, got off to a, finished up 2020 good and got off to a good start so far. So, Lord willing, we'll keep it up. So, so why don't you tell everybody exactly what IH Services yeah. is and does, and then we'll go from there. Sure. So, um, so IH Services is my family's business. I'm third generation. Uh, my grandfather, Dick Henley, founded it back in 1955. Um, he started out doing restaurants and gas stations and, and got itself uh, into a textile mill. And um, those were real dirty environments back in the day and um, got in there. And, and yeah, funny story, he actually used muriatic acid on the porcelain toilets back in those days. You can't yeah. do that anymore. But those toilets were shining like never before. Whoa. And uh, he ended up getting a big textile account, and that's what started the business. And when textiles went away, we started getting into manufacturing, distribution, industrial, but it's primarily janitorial, staffing, and security. So, so Chad, your your base out of Greenville, South Carolina, is was Milliken the big account? No, um, we we did a little business with Milliken back in the day, but um, like Woodside Mills, Delta, I mean, some of these companies that we did business with, they aren't around anymore. Yeah, um, you know, but uh, they, you know, we still have a decent amount of textiles in the portfolio. Um, you know, it's starting to come back a little bit, but uh, um, some of the plants that we had are, are not even operational anymore. <laughs> the textile plants. No, I understand that. You know, there's. I heard there's a good potential client, uh, BW Fiberglass. I think the guy's name's Brent Beeson. If you need an introduction, <laughs> uh, I've heard of that guy before. I, right? I you can know, hook you I, up. I Is that the same that guy that's call. been on our show a couple of times? Yeah, guest host. Yeah, he's the customer also. Right. So we. So when I was a kid. We remodeled some bathrooms. Speaking of toilets and mills, uh, we remodeled bathrooms for for some of the Springs Industries mills in Fort Mill and Kannapolis and stuff. Uh, that was like a couple summers jobs. You know, we could do two bathrooms at a time. Uh, maybe that muriatic acid is what messed my skin up. Maybe so. <laughs> I mean, that stuff will burn through like any. I mean, it'll create a hole in the floor. I used to yeah. clean a lot of brick with muriatic acid, and me and me and my buddy Scott <laughs> took took some home in a twenty ounce bottle. And his sister got mad. Uh, his parents weren't home. His sister got mad because we were trying to make muriatic acid bombs <laughs> with aluminum foil. And, nice. And well, you used to use the works cleaning because it had some acid in it, and it would take about two minutes for it to to blow up because of the pressure in the bottle. Uh, we did straight muriatic acid, and we were putting the aluminum foil strips in the acid, and it was eating them too quick before we could put the lid on, and it could build pressure. So my my buddy's like, "Hey man, why don't you uh, put the foil, rip the foil up, put it in the bottle, then pour the acid in, and put the." And his sister had locked the door, so I put the foil in, I poured the acid in, put the lid on. I mean, it took like two seconds to combust in my hand. 
and uh, pure muriatic acid all over my body. She had the doors oh my locked. Gosh. We couldn't rinse off. I mean, I mean, I had on brand new shorts. Had just come back from the beach. Had on brand new shorts, eating to shreds. I mean, no, my body wow. was. Yeah, you don't want to mess with that stuff. But anyway, I, I have a fireplace in my basement, and uh, it was a little dirty. We're finishing our basement off, and I told Reagan, I was like. We already got our floor finished, but I need to wash this brick down with muriatic acid. But I didn't mess up my floor. She's like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Baby, it's an old school deal." Wow. So, anyway. It all, is old school. That's all exactly kinds of. You had to bring that up, didn't you, Chad? Yeah, <laughs> you're getting trouble for using that stuff now. Yeah, that's. We don't use that stuff anymore. This that's is, crazy. This I used. To, I, I'll tell stories about my dad, and people went. So I'm like, man, that was 30 years ago, man. Come on. Exactly. They had to do what they had to do to get the business back then, you know? Do a good job, so the deal. So, uh, that's right. So, did you grow up in the business? So, I, I did not. Um, I got in trouble when I was in high school a little bit and had to run a maid route at a manufacturing facility. But um, it, other than that, we have a family rule. you got to go out and do something else in five to seven years. You don't just have a job when you get out of college. So, I sold furniture for seven years before I got offered a position I'd, I'd actually met my wife we were about to have a baby and they finally offered me a job back in uh, late 2004 and i started in january of 2005 so wow. we, one of the best days yeah one of the best days of my life man because i'd you know been around it all my life but never been allowed to work in it and um you know other than that when i got kicked out of high school my dad made me do it um so uh good learning experience but it was um it's it's such an awesome business we have incredible people um, you wouldn't, think, you know, it doesn't sound like a janitorial, big glamorous business, but there's just such awesome people in the industry. And a lot of times once you get in the industry, it's hard to get out. Um, you know, but it's, we, we really enjoy it. Really blessed. Now you can hear it in your voice as you start talking about it, how excited you are about the company. And I know being one of the leaders that resonates out to me, I mean, you have quite a many employees as we were talking about. Yeah. How many employees do y'all have? It, it fluctuates on, you know, but it, anywhere from 8,000 to 9,000 employees, roughly. Oh, my goodness. Um, you know, we cover about 33 states, so all the way up to upstate New York, down to Florida, out to Texas, up to the Midwest. Um, you know, just a lot of, a lot of great folks in the business. I mean, we have multiple operating companies, but um, all in total, you know, with all the operating companies, you know, that's about roughly how many employees we have. Well, you, I'm going to give a shout-out to your wife, Sarah. We're, we're dear friends with, with your family. Uh, through YPO, we, I mean, it's the blessing of Young President's organization. We've gotten to know each other. Um, I mean, we go on these trips, and, I mean, we, we're, we're, we're brothers. I mean, we're family on, when we go on trips, and all we do is talk about motivational, positive stuff and, and business. Uh, so, so it's a blessing to, to know you and Sarah. But man, you employing eight to nine thousand people crazy. out of Greenville, South Carolina, and thirty-three states. You are a true angel. I mean, look at look at what your your business and this business is doing f- for people with in the way you carry yourself. I mean, unbelievable. What are the tenets of your business? Because I know I'm shooting off the hip here, but I know y- you have a couple things that I'm sure you hang your hat on and why you can employ so many people and, and grow so strong. And we're going to talk about I want to kind of talk about the evolution of the growth, but maybe answer the Trent's question, and then we'll save that for the next segment. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, one, I'll just tell you, you guys know me. I'm not a big holy, holy roller, but it starts with our beliefs. You know, I mean, I'm a firm believer in John 3.16, period, you know, um, 
Trent, you know me. I'm not a big denomination guy. I'm not a big, but that's, that it all starts with that. So it's, it's what's in our hearts. Uh, so it was in my grandfather's heart. So it was in my dad's heart. My wife, you know, I tell everybody she was sent to me by God, <laughs> which is true, uh, in my opinion. But um, but it's I try to keep it real simple. Um, you know, I try to surround myself with the best possible people. Um, you know, and, and empower them and then just get out of their way. And, and when you've got that many folks out in the field, you have to empower your, your management, your, your leaders. Um, you know, we, we have a lot of account, man, account leaders in, in place that run the sites, and they report up to district leaders who report up to ops leaders. And, you know, it's, it's, we're trying to continuously develop leaders, and that's what keeps it scalable, um, and that's what makes it so fun because we've got such awesome people out in the field. Develop, developing leaders, faith, and empowering people and getting out of their way. Yeah. That is, I mean, right. I mean, that's it, my favorite thing to do. I go find something else crazy to do. <laughs> and they're going, oh, boo, boo, boo. Just don't do what you were talking about the first, at the beginning of the segment. We don't. That's a little too crazy for us. Let's keep it. Let's keep that kind of stuff. What, what, erratic acid. The old days. Yeah. The old days. They, yeah. don't, they don't let me mess with erratic acid no more. Like, you got to show your ID. That's right. yeah. I don't. I got to show my ID to buy erratic acid at the right aid. Oh. No. <laughs> Oh, that's I'm on a roll. Oh, man. Well, uh, you told us in the break uh, you have an exciting sponsorship come up. Uh, you and I have been fortunate enough to play play a fair amount of golf. Hopefully we are fortunate enough to play a tremendous amount more in our lifetime together. But I would like to uh, leave the audience hanging as we go pay some bills, and when we come back we can tell what the exciting news is. You in on that, Chad? Sounds like a plan, Trent. All right, we got Chad Henley with IH Services when we return. You're listening to At Home with Roby. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. We are your host, Trent, joined by Chad Henley, IH Services. You cliff hung us going into the break. Well, I was bragging about how cool and fresh his logo looked that I got copied in on uh, from Christian. And Chad is uh first cousins with lucas glover that's who that's why i mean yeah i, mean, I was competing against uh ron Haston in in timberlands <laughs> he, he hit every shot with the three wood <laughs> I mean, <he'd, laughs> and he teed up every ball and i'm like dad the rules of golf are you're not supposed to tee the ball up in the fairway he said boy hush i'll pay for this round <laughs> you know, <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my face. So, uh, I love it. Little different, but uh, I'm coming along now. I get to play with Patrick and Chad and Matt Young, and you guys are teaching me something. I'm I'm very blessed. But uh, why don't you tell everybody w- w- what your campaign is? I H Services. So yeah, we are honored uh, to finally uh, have a sponsorship deal with my cousin Lucas Glover. And um, he's going to be wearing the IH logo on his hats this year on the PGA Tour. Um, he debuted it a couple weeks ago and got some airtime on in tournament. But he's uh, he'll be teeing it up, I think, this Thursday in the Valero, Texas Man, Open. Cool. And um, looking forward to seeing that IH logo on the PGA Tour this year. I mean, I think it's perfect. I mean, you know. You talk about where to spend advertising dollars yeah. and where you get the bang for your buck, and and people, you know, oh, you need to be a NASCAR to us. I mean, we're we're small potatoes. We're we're, we're a, a speck of what your business size is. But thirty three states, uh, and, and then the business relationships. You know, I look at your business similar uh, to our business in in different niche, but uh, 
I'm sure you build your business on relationships with, with leaders in companies, and uh, I think I think that branding there resonates well. We agree. We think so as well, and and it is uh, relationships is how we like to do business. Um, you know, fortunately, you know, it's in, in our world, it, it we become a commodity and. Sometimes the relationship, we're just putting a bid in on a website or whatever, but we do like doing business with companies. I mean, there still are um, verticals and companies that, that we have great relationships with. And, um, you know, just the PGA Tour itself, I mean, just a, just an awesome thing to be associated with and just honored, honored, honored to be uh, associated with Lucas Glover. Um, like you said, we're first cousins. I'm, I'm three and a half years older than he is. And uh, we grew up playing golf together. My grandfather, Dick Henley, taught us both the game. And um, I've only beat him once, Trent, when I was 10 years old and he was seven in a nine, wow. two-day nine-hole tournament. I beat him by one shot. And Unbelievable. I've ever beat him ever. So, And you're, and you're uh, an excellent golfer. <laughs> I'm I'm okay, but I'll tell you, you've come a long way, brother. You, from when I first met you to, you know, now you're hitting the golf ball great, and it's, well, it's just you. a it's an awesome sport. It's such a good time, you know, spending four hours on the golf course with somebody. You really get to know them, and I have relationships, and uh, it's it's just an awesome, awesome thing. Well, Trent, Trent's had a lot of practice. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, note one. Uh, number two is I also think it's cool. I mean, Lucas is a Clemson Tiger. You're based in Greenville. I'm sure a lot of your you know your associates follow Clemson that are local to Greenville. So there's just so many ties there. Not to mention with the family that that bring the whole thing together. I mean, I, I love watching Lucas Glover just being a, a former yep. Clemson, I Clemson for graduate. Him. He's yeah. a Carolina boy. So uh, yeah, that's awesome. The lower state. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> But uh, we're heavy up here, aren't we? We're real heavy yeah. on top of you. So you joined the company in '04. Yeah. How did your ascension to leadership in the business, and what size was the company when you That's joined? That's what I want to know. Is your dad still in the business? Uh, your grandfather still living? This legend. Yeah. So grandfather passed away in, in, in 2006. I think. He, he, he passed away several years ago. Um. I, you know, I got offered the job in 2004, started in 2005. They gave me the worst possible position, sales position they had, gave me the worst company car they had, and made me work my, my way up. And um, I, actually, there was two of us that started at the same time. My VP of business development now, his name is Seth Bruce. And at the time, back in the day, his dad, Taylor Bruce, was our president. Um, Taylor mm-hmm. came from the textile industry, the bid company, um, you know, Dan River uh, sure. back in the day. And... Um, you know, long kind of funny story, but Seth and I were friends in high school, and that's kind of how our dads met. Um, but when we when I started back in the day, the business was about forty forty million roughly, and in revenue, and we're pushing two forty right mm. now. Um, you know, so it's uh, you know the business has grown significantly over the years, um, and, and I just attribute it to you know the the folks that we have in the business, working in the business, the leaders in the company. Um, you know, it is that we got folks that have been with us for 35 plus years and, you know, it's just, it's, you just don't see that anymore. And, uh, my dad still is in the business. He's the CEO. Um, you know, I'm currently the, the chief operating officer and, um, you know, I, I really enjoy having my dad around, um, you know, the stuff that he's handling, I know I don't have to worry about, um, and vice versa. And, um, you know, it's just since, um, since, since I've kind of taken the helm and, and uh, my predecessor, Taylor Bruce, retired, it's, it's just it's been a really, really great experience working with my dad and, and um, you know, growing the business. 
Well, I, I loved working with my dad. I, he passed away six and a half years ago. Um, it you, you said something there that resonated. Just having him there, you don't worry about what he deals with. And then just having him to – just not even if you talk to him about something, just having him there, his presence uh, – it, it, it gives a lot of stability. I mean, I hope I hope that I, I do that for you, Patrick, and, and you guys. I mean, I hope. That's the role I'm trying to fill. But I'm saying, and it's a testament to, to, to faith and leaning on partnerships and trusting the other person. And, and it goes also as you empower people as they move up and run your business with you and for you. So that's cool. Man, six-fold growth in 15 years. That is something special. So I'd say the good Lord's blessed us, man. I mean, I, I, you know, give him all the glory and, um, you know, just, just, it's, it's all about having awesome people and having an awesome culture. And that's, that's one thing, you know, being a private family owned business, you know, you create, you create your own culture and, and we've you got do. a, you know, a really solid culture. This whole COVID thing's thrown a little twist in it because we haven't been able to do some of the in-person stuff that we normally like to do, but, I think uh, that's going to be coming back real soon. I think we're getting past all that, but the COVID stuff's been good for our business, so I can't really can't really complain about it. Um, <laughs> honestly, I was going to ask that. I mean, I figured that sort of people are hypersensitive towards the cleanliness and office and that the janitorial industry in general. I was I figured you guys would have a pretty big bump. I, I was wondering though, with a lot of people not going into the office anymore, do you, do you see any kind of uh, you know people sort of holding back on the cleaning, or is it still sort of full bore? So that's, that's the thing with us. Like, we aren't real heavy in the commercial space. Like, okay. we don't do a lot of commercial office buildings and, and stuff like that. We're More industrial. In manufacturing, Got industrial it. distribution sectors. So those are the essential sectors. I mean, they have to be working. Yeah. Now, during uh, COVID, there mm. were some shutdowns and some things slowed down a little bit. Um, but all of that has come back and, and then some. And, you know, we always disinfected it. You know, you, you clean and then you disinfect. You have to have a clean surface before you can disinfect. We always have done that. You know, it's, it's the what's happened to us now is we've increased the frequencies on that disinfection. Yep. Um, you know, and so that's, you know, it, it's just a whole different ball game. But we've always talked about disinfecting and how important it is and, and increasing your frequencies during flu season. Um, you know, and so now it's like flu season year round with this COVID deal. And so we're doing those things. We've increased those frequencies. And, yes, it has helped us, um, you know, in business. I mean, it's, you know, it definitely it hasn't hurt us. Let's put it that way. Wonderful. No, it's, I, I think it's awesome. I mean, opportunities, you got to find opportunities everywhere. And, and it's very important to keep these facilities clean. And it looks like the economy's coming back. So these, these, these where, you know, production facilities are running. There's a couple key economic indicator, indicators that I look at that I see that I see starting to flourish. I'll, I'll talk about those in the last segment. Uh, Chad, brag on your family a little bit and and, and and leave the audience with something great as, as they roll out here on Sunday morning. Yeah. So just got to give some props to my wife, Sarah, man. She is absolutely a, a godsend. And, um, you know, uh, my son, Hayden's 15 years old, awesome kid, super proud of him. My daughter, uh, Holland Olivia. Um, she's nine years old, just as sweet as she can be, just great kids. And, um, you know, shout out to my brother and his, his, uh, little, his two little girls as well, and my, my parents. But, you know, great family. Um, super, super proud to be associated with you, Trent, and your crew. You know, Reagan, your family, got, you know, it's been a pleasure getting to know you guys. You know, Reagan, 
you know, keep 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 taking care of my man because I love my boy Trent. And I want to be around for a long time, man. It's funny how they so, all uh, say that. We, 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 <laughs> I know, right? Please keep my boy safe, Reagan. Short leash, baby. No, I'm just kidding. My boy oh, Trent's awesome. He's uh he's such a good soul. Got a great heart, and I love hanging out with you. I love playing golf with you too, man. We got to tee it up real soon. Well, what we, I think I owe you some dates, and then we're going to be together in Nashville in a month. Uh, and, and and down at Sage, down in South Carolina, Georgia. So, uh, Chad, great to be with you, man. Awesome story, awesome business. IH Services, Chad Henley. You're listening to At Home with Roby. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. We just finished up with Chad Henley, IH Services. Trent, you know, one thing I love about our show is that I mean, some things that you just kind of take for granted, you get to go behind the scenes by interviewing these guys that, that run businesses like Chad's. I mean, I think you and I have a lot in common where we, we like to go places and really understand how things work. But you kind of take for granted sometimes maybe how involved it is to keep a manufacturing plant rolling from a, a cleanliness standpoint anytime, but let alone especially during COVID, all the precautions and stuff that, that, that have to take place and chad's company provides those solutions and 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 the niche they're they're in the manufacturing warehouse niche yeah which, I, I missed that initially which flourished i mean i oh, kind of yeah. knew that when you asked the question i think it was a great question about office space did that bring them down because people haven't been in offices as much uh <clears throat> and and just so fortunate i mean i say this uh covid or or any other disruptions to the world or to the market. I mean, it's sad, but it's true. I think as as you live life and, and you experience ups and downs of life, I mean, they pick winners and losers, not they as in people. It's it's what happens and who who where it creates a new need and where another need fades. Uh, so so fortunately for their business, they're in that market where. It flourished because it needed more cleaning, and they had a run. I mean, that's entrepreneurism 101. Uh, you say that, I think of, it makes immediately makes me think of Eric Berg yeah. and his transition that he told us about on his the pivot. show. I mean, pivot. Pivot. The key I mean, word. he could have uh, rightfully and probably most people would have understood if he said, "Oh, shucks, it got me," but he didn't. Nope. He no, sure did. He's a fighter. Yeah. If you know Eric Berg, yeah. uh, God bless him. Pray for him. He just had, uh, I think he just had ankle replacement, uh, like. Where they take your ankle out and put a bionic ankle. That's in. incredible. So, uh, and he's wheeling around. I saw him last week, man. He that dude's a soldier. Uh, Eric <laughs> Berg, Apple Rock, <laughs> out, of, out of Greensboro. But no, I think it's cool. Um, and and another thing about IH services in this business, I mean, you don't even think about that type. You of don't. Stuff. That's behind the you scenes. Don't. Taking care of, of warehouses and facilities and, and keeping the very important thing they do is clean them. He said it's like flu season all the time now, which is why the flu numbers have been down so much this year. But you don't even think about that even happening. I mean, most people don't even think about these industrial plants, million square feet that, that go on behind the scene down in down in rural South Carolina, rural North Carolina that that allow people to have toilet paper, anything. And and we're fortunate enough, I get to go and see these. I've taken you to Brent Beeson's before. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's weaving fiberglass. It's amazing. Nobody ever thinks, oh, man, all this stuff in iPhone panels and stuff like that comes off these big 2,000-pound spools of fiberglass. And just yarn. And, it, and it's all, I mean, it's it's meticulous. I mean, that's the thing. If you're off by a quarter, of, probably a hundredth of an inch, the whole thing doesn't work. But people don't. 
people people just, just take, take for that granted. for granted. Which is which is the blessing of the world, the blessing of of, of God and and America allows this opportunity, and then to take take it to the next level. So a couple of my economic indicators. Yeah, you mentioned are, that in the last. There uh, you go. Are number one. We live west of the airport down on the river, so we can kind of see the planes flying in and out and kind of line up. They come from the south and the north. And I promise you, during COVID, at 6, 7 o'clock in the evening when it was dusk last spring and summer. Trent, I used to drive. That by, was one or two planes. I used to. That was that. like my, when I would get a phone call, I would go through the airport, and you could just, where you drop people off, you just, there was not one car. I mean, it was it was it looked like a movie. I mean, it was so bizarre. You, you make a good, but now the planes disappeared out of the sky. Now tell them what happened. But now so, it's back to where it yeah. was before. They might have a, a a lower number of flights still with the percentage that it's down, but eight eight nine planes lined up in the sky every evening. If you look, if I if I'm on my road and look north, like up the river. I, uh, I read somewhere come in. Americans going back to full scale by they would think they'll be back by by the summertime, wow, which man. is wonderful. So that's cool. And then this morning we have the railroad track that runs uh, down to the to the yard at the airport with with all the containers. Yeah, yeah. You know we have a big mm-hmm. shipping yard, which is a blessing that Charlotte has that. Uh, and this morning, I if I go Old Dowd Road, I'll get caught by the train. I need to turn around, and go back Wilkeson, coming into town, and. And it was the first time I've seen the train cars double and triple stacked with with containers huh. uh, in, in a long time, and I was like, "Dang, <laughs> this train's not only long, it's tall," you know. <laughs> so uh, I think that's cool. Uh, I met Mr. Cheryl, uh, who runs Steel Fab some years ago, and Steel Fab is right there yeah, right where that right train exactly track is. Exactly what you're talking about. And I told him, I said, when I was a kid in elementary school, I rode the bus by your by your steel plant two times a day to and from school. I said, subliminally picking up business from my dad and thinking business. It, it, how many cars were in the parking lot was kind of my barometer. And then if they if Friday nights or weekends, if we rode by going somewhere, they had cars. Oh man, things must be good. And he said, you know, that's funny. He said, I would always go eat dinner if I was wanting to know how things were looking. I'd always go eat dinner at Sullivan's in South End. And I could see how full the restaurant was. Pretty good indicator. So I I, I like that, you know, little things that pick up on stuff. That is so. cool. You think any of those containers came from the Sioux Canal? Mm. Boy, that was a tough day for that fella. I read some article headline that said is how many of when the container ships or ships have problems how many of it's from the from the captain is it all of them <laughs> well good god i mean there's like sixteen thousand containers on that wow thing. man that's another story what a tough yeah. job that would be we need mm. to get somebody that's a pilot of a freighter ship on the show that yeah, would be really be, cool that would be cool uh, well, well happy easter you too. i mean not a better person to have on the show than chad henley agreed ih services uh check him out please uh hailing from greenville but uh Go hug on your family today, and, and, and thank you for all the hope and faith we can have in this world. Do the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Thanks for listening.